In this episode, you'll discover what you need to go in order to grow from 0k to 2k months or to even go from 10k to 20k, 20k to 50k, 50k or more. I don't know where you are at, but in this episode, I'll teach you what you should focus on next in your business. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Fast Forward Amy Show, the show where we lift your life and business with simple strategies. I'm Fast Forward Amy, your host and coach, and I'll bring you a new episode every Tuesday. In different phases of your business, there will be different focus points. So today I'm going to outline where you should focus on going from 0 to 2k, or from 0 to 10k, 10k to 20k, and more like that. We're going to go even upwards of 50k months uh, and look at all of the different areas we all need to be focusing on. I've personally moved through all of these and I have had hundreds, no, thousands of clients who have gone through these different phases. So first up, if you are currently making 0k, and by that I mean... No, niks, nada, nopes in uh, Dutch. <laughs> Let's say that your first um, focus point is that you want to move to months where you are making 2,000 euros a month. This could be that you are working on your side hustle, you're just starting out, doesn't really matter. We need cash flow for your business. Cash is king. And what I see happening a lot is that people who start out at that 0k month um, are really focused on everything that is not necessary to focus on. The only thing you need to be focused on here is cash because cash is king and that means you need to be focusing on your sales. So that means you don't need to worry about your website. You don't need to be worrying about the logo sticker on your car, about if you should get a different cell phone number for your business or whatever. You need to focus on getting clients or getting customers. Sales is going to be your primary focus and that means good marketing in order to get those sales. So. Stop worrying about getting the professional photos or not, or the logo or the colors or whatever, unless you are establishing a prime fashion brand, which I'm guessing as you're starting out, not necessarily that, because you first need cash flow to grow your business. I recommend that you focus on engaging with people. So you figure out what you want to be selling, you talk to people and you get them to buy something so that you can generate cash in your business. The next growth step, I think, is going from 2000 to about 5,000. Uh, I think this is the line where we really see where people go from side hustle to doing this full-time, not working for someone else anymore, and they really start focusing on getting that consistent 5K income. If you didn't know it, 5K means 5,000. <laughs> I won't be writing out everything uh, in full here, but as you're looking at going towards months of 5,000 euros a month, that is the equivalent, you know, between 3K to 5K, that's the equivalent of having a full-time job somewhere else, making a decent amount of money. If you're making anywhere between 4K to 5K, I think as being a, you know, self-employed solopreneur, you're gonna get by if you make sure that you are really um, managing your finance as well. If you're still at the 2K mark, I think with everything, to do with taxes and every and extra costs and things, it's gonna be difficult to really survive on that long term. But it's perfectly fine to start there from zero, obviously, if you have a little bit of a buffer when you're starting out your business. Now, everyone's situation is different. Honestly, I have mostly Belgian clients and almost all Belgians have a much bigger support system than, for example, in the US. They have a safety net, they have a buffer financially on their savings account. So. Um, yeah, there's no stress in starting here. Obviously, we all start somewhere, but you do want to get to that 5k point as fast as possible because there you're going to start getting the income that allows you to invest in things for growing as well. So 
What I think is going to be really important to get to that 5K point is that you really refine your core offer. So you make sure that your core offer isn't just something people want to buy, which we did in the first step, but it's also something that actually makes sense financially for you. So we're not just looking at getting all kinds of clients anymore. We want to make sure that our core offer or core product program service doesn't really matter is something that people want to buy. And that also allows us at a certain capacity to really pay our um, invoices to really make sure that we can go on a vacation and everything. And it doesn't eat up all of our time. You need that core offer that will allow you to hit those 5k months. By the way, this is episode 103. I forgot to say that. <laughs> so that means if you want to uh, see a visual of this recap, because I'm writing on a whiteboard right now, you can go to fastforwardamy.com forward slash 103. And there you will find the full recap of the different steps I'm outlining here and a visual that you can save. Next, we want to go from 5k to 10k. And it isn't all that different from that first step from 2 to 5k. But here, we don't necessarily want to change our core offer because this core offer should allow you to grow to upwards of 10k actually, if your core offer is smart. What I mean by that is, you don't want to be focused on doing all kinds of different things. You don't want to be um, selling mugs and also selling mom coaching and then selling jars of uh, Nutella, all of those different things. It shouldn't take you, like if you want to hit those 10k ones, what I want to say is it shouldn't take you all kinds of different products to hit that. You need to make sure that your core offer, the one thing you are selling, be that a service like a package or whatever, is like an it makes you able to get to those 10K months. And what I mean by that is when we look at the different um, pricing points to hit 10K months, we know that if you want to, for example, let me check on my phone. I just posted this in my stories. If you want to hit 10,000 a month, you know, you can sell 1,000 pieces of something that costs 10 euros. But let's imagine you want to hit those 10K months. How difficult is it going to be as a starter to sell 1,000 pieces of something that costs 10 euros? It's, that's going to be really, really difficult unless you have a really big audience. For example, if you wanna, if you're selling something that costs 200 euros, you would only need to sell 50 a month. So with a 200 euro offer, you could hit those 10k months. But when you are starting out, I suggest that you make something upwards of 200 euros a package, like 500 euros, 1,000 euros. You would only need to be selling 20 pieces or 10 pieces each in order to hit the, those 10k months. Obviously, this is different if you are, for example, running a product-based business, you're selling gifts, you have a webshop with smaller items, there would still make sure that you know that with your core offer, with your audience, with your types of products, it is possible to hit those 10k months as long as you focus on a few key items. Because I think moving from that 5k to 10k mark, you need a couple of things there. You need really good client retention. So that means, for example, if you're selling a service, maybe you're not just selling to clients who come one time, but you make sure that you keep them as clients and they keep buying more from you. You are focused on your clients. So not just the retention, but you also make longer commitments with them. You're not just selling them a one month package, but you might be selling them a six month package. You are including referrals in your business. So you make sure that your service or your products are so good that you're focusing a little bit on growth marketing. You're asking people for referrals. For example, I have a lot of clients who have baby articles and like kids parties things. And they're always like, yeah, but 
there's only one birthday a year per child, so how do we make sure we get more clients because they don't have more birthdays? Well, there you have 20 parents who are picking up their kids who have birthdays for their kids. So really focus on referrals, be that for your offline or online business, wildly important. We're focusing on referrals. That could also mean you just showing people that you have a lot of social proof. You know, a lot of people can hit 5K months, but hitting 10K months consistently, there it means that you're constantly showing people like, hey, I am worth it. Believe me in my service or my products. So many people have gone before you and uh, can testify that it is really great. And what happens here, as you're going to be getting more clients, you're going to be filling up your client roster. It's going to be really important that you start focusing on your time management more than ever, because otherwise you're going to be getting swamped, you're going to drop the ball and you're not going to be able to serve those clients. So this mark here, really make sure that you don't drown in your business. Make sure you're optimizing your calendar, you're optimizing your time management, and you still leave some buffer time where you can process all of that growth before it eats you up. <laughs> um, and what's also going to be happening here is that you want to automate some stuff. So I think when you're going towards 5K, you could still be manually labeling your packages or emailing back and forth to set up appointments. But if you want to get enough clients or customers, and by clients, I mean people for a service or customers for a product, you want to make sure that it's automated. So maybe the labeling for your packages gets automated or your mom starts making your packages or someone else. I don't know. You start making sure that clients can just book an appointment online and they can reschedule it by themselves. So you don't, you're not wasting all of that time on the things that could be automated. Otherwise, you're going to stay stuck in that 6 to 7K area if you're not optimizing um, your automations. And then it gets interesting. So I just want to make it very clear that under that 10K mark, I have only talked about one core offer, which ties into the biggest problem I've said it time and time again that solopreneurs have is they start by offering way too much. But when you are starting out and you want to become profitable, you really need to be focusing on one thing and make that profitable. Basically, you want to skip the ideas that will make you maximum 2000 a month because it might be it might sound fun to focus on something like, yay, I'll make 2K a month of that. But it will eat up so much time and you'll never hit your bigger target because and there you will never be able to build up a buffer. You'll never be able to invest in your business, in coaching courses, in optimizing your products or programs. And you want to grow towards that. Way too many entrepreneurs aren't really entrepreneurs. They're just solopreneurs thinking, if I can just make 3K a month, that is going to be enough. It isn't going to be enough for you in the long run. So you need to make sure that you can grow in your business. And that means you cannot have three different ideas that will make you 1,000 a month. You need to have one thing that can get you to those 10K months because then you can start scaling and growing. And the way we're going to do that is from 10K to 20K, we can focus more on outsourcing. Outsourcing, for example, having a VA do stuff. You can do it sooner, by the way. But what I do see is too many people still in the this area under 10K are like, oh, I'll hire someone full time. Look at your potential downside. So one of the business principles that we um, always teach at Fast Forward Amy is protecting your downside. So when you work with freelancers, you can generate a lot of upside, more work. You can have people do more for you. You're just paying those bills monthly, but you don't really have a high risk of if you have less sales at a certain point. So you want to create a lot of potential upside 
not a lot of downsides. Um, this is like when Richard Branson uh, started Virgin Airlines. I don't remember the full story, but it was something like he thought he could make a better airline and have people like have more comfy flights and all of that. And he got to this, um, he basically walked up to this leasing agency of uh, airplanes and he said like, okay, I want to lease these planes, but if it doesn't work, I want to be able to just hand them back without costs. So he created the potential upside of creating a really great company with all the airplanes, Virgin, but he had very little risk, very little downside. So what I see happening here, getting fired up now, by the way, there is almost no air in this room and I'm almost dying, but I still, I will keep going. So what I see happening here, a very bad is, Stop focusing on the wrong things under 10K. Stop thinking that now is the time to hire someone full-time. Stop thinking that now is the time to like rent an office space of 1,500 a month. It is not the time. This is still the time to work from your kitchen. This is still the time to work from home, to maybe create your own stuff in Canva. My graphic designer is gonna kill me for saying that, but this is still the time to just focus on how can you skill up? How can you level up? Your skills will pay the bills and make sure you get that cash flow. There should be no other goal than happy clients, happy cash here. Happy clients, happy cash. This is going to be my new tagline. Oh my God, tagline for the podcast. Happy clients, happy cash. I love it. <laughs> happy clients, lots of cash, no? <laughs> okay, so back to growing. Um, so from 10K onwards, it's going to be fine to start outsourcing as long as you make sure that your revenue is a little bit consistent. I started outsourcing... I think between 10 and 15K, I hired my first virtual assistant. Everyone thought it was a really bad idea. My dad even told me like, no, first you need to make sure you have way too much work and you drown and then you should start outsourcing. But I knew that by getting that person to do like take over a lot of my systems stuff, I would generate a lot of abundance, create a lot of abundance for me to focus on the things that would really matter. And from all of that extra new space and white space, my best program ever um, was created because that's now many, many years ago that I did that. Um, and that in the end allowed me the space to create my Business Freedom Mastermind, which was the basis for my Business Freedom Elevator. I did not listen to other people because, you know, I just hired a VA 10 hours a week was perfectly doable. And in the beginning, you might think, wow, that's weird hiring someone. I remember my friends being super baffled. They're like, what, you hired someone? Because I was doing something other people weren't doing. It was before virtual assistants were like famous as something you could do, at least in Belgium, in entrepreneurial world. And I thought, will I have enough work to give that person? And a lot of people have that thought like, oh my God, but if I hire a virtual assistant, will they have enough work? Believe me, once you have someone, there is always enough work that you can give them. That's actually a little bit of the problem. But if you want to start growing from consistent 10K months to consistent 20K months, you're going to have to outsource. You cannot do everything yourself. Basically, what got you to 10K won't get you to 20K. It's time to switch up. It's time to outsource. It's time to maybe also build a bigger product suite. So this is the point where you are allowed to create something else. Um, and for me, that means... I would suggest you create a staircase. So for us, for example, we have BFE and then we have a process of mentorship and our clients grow through our programs. So instead of just serving a different target audience, we looked at how can we continue serving the same people, which is the best way to create a product suite is to continue serving the same people. It's way easier to keep selling something to a client you already have than to always be looking for new clients. 
So building up your product suites, you want to be launching because this you can get through referrals and consistent sales. If you want to be going to 20K, I suggest you launch and you create bigger launches, um, which is basically going to be in all of the next steps is also going to be a thing. Uh, let me look at that. Yeah, no. So here I would mostly just focus on making sure you expand your products with, with stuff people really want. Again, do the 10K test there, like your new idea, your new product, can that get you to 10K once? And that's how you can start building a product suite that consists of different things that can all generate really good profit for you. And outsourcing, you can start with a virtual assistant for your admin stuff. Um, please remember there <laughs> that you might think no one wants to do the crappy jobs you hate, but there is someone out there who loves the crappy jobs you hate. So there are always people to be found for those things. And you might think right now, but I could never have someone else do that, but you can. Okay. If you want to know more about scaling, by the way, in episode 101, I talk about how to scale, how to get organized so that other people can do stuff um, instead of you doing everything. And then we want to go from 10K, no, 20K to 50K months. And I'm making a really big leap there, but I feel there's very little difference between 30K months and 50K months. And what's going to be happening there is bigger launches. Uh, you could start building up passive funnels, so you have passive revenue as well. You can do that earlier, but again, a lot of people focus on affiliate income and passive income, making them 50 euros a month when they're still in that zero euro mark. That is not correct. You should be focusing on cash there and affiliate income isn't going to get you that much cash there. I'm still not focused on affiliate income because, I mean, I would have to work really hard on my affiliate income to be able to pay like two people's... Um, Wages, is that how you say it? So I would rather sell my programs and be able to, you know, pay my staff instead of hoping that there will be more affiliate income coming in. I usually don't like putting my eggs in someone else's basket. That's not meant in a dirty way. I don't know if you could make that dirty, but it was not meant that way. <laughs> uh, affiliate income, all of that stuff is putting your eggs in someone else's basket. Again, there we look at how can we create upside and as little downside as possible. And that is by building our own funnels where we can sell stuff passively on the regular. Um, here is where I would start focusing on getting more team members on board, getting super organized because honestly, you'll already need it going from 10 to 20K or you'll drown. So the 20 to 50K is another really big mark. Again, what got you to 20K isn't what's going to get you to 50K unless you have a really big kick-ass launch. But still, that isn't going to get you that 50K per month. It might get you a 50K launch, but not consistently. So that's why here... You're going to have to start focusing on passive funnels, monthly recurring revenue as well. So MRR, um, monthly recurring revenue, for example, for us is when someone signs up for a business freedom elevator, for example, at 2,500, they could also choose a 12 month payment plan. And that means that they lock it in for the next 12 months. And I always know my revenue, like the baseline of my revenue from now until 12 months from now, because I always have people signing up and then I know the next couple of months, every month, this is the amount that's going to be coming in because like they signed a contract and everything. And I know I will have the recurring revenue. So that's how my income is really stable every month. And I like that. And basically, if we then go to 50K months, can we still see this? Yes. 50K plus. Yeah, it's time to become a machine. Uh, <laughs> you want to be focusing again on recurring revenue. So the monthly recurring revenue, you want to be focusing on... You're planning, actually. Basically, everything here obviously will come back. 
But what you need in order to pull this off in a sustainable way is a really kick-ass planning. We are growing from consistent 100K to consistent 500K months right now in my business. If I don't pay attention, we're at 50K. So if we don't do anything, we would be at 50K months. If I pay attention, 100K right now is easy. If I try, 200K, 300K, 400K, 500K is possible. Obviously, there's a difference between launching and making that really sustainable and consistent every month. So if you want to do that, you need to be focused on planning both for your launches as well as your passive profits, which is what I call my funnels. Whew, so exciting. Um, <laughs> so obviously, this doesn't happen overnight. I've been working for years and years on this. There might be some stuff that you can switch around here, but I think the general gist here is here you do everything yourself, make sure you're doing the right stuff. Here you're not doing everything yourself, make sure you're offering the right stuff to the same people. And and that by here I meant under 10K, between 10 and 20K, and then over 20K to 50K, your passive profits, your monthly recurring revenue, your launches, your planning, really stepping into the CEO role of your business is gonna be really, really huge. Okay, now I can imagine that you are wondering what is the next step for you because you might, like the numbers are obviously a little bit, mm, because you might be offering products, you might be saying, hey, Amy, but I am making 5K, but I have such uh, like large costs in my business that it's not really profit. If you do this for someone in a service-based business, their profit margin might be like 80%. So we created a quiz for you, your growth quiz. And with that quiz, you can take it for free, by the way. You're gonna fill it all out and we're gonna help you determine what the next step is in your business. Should you, you be focusing on a new product? Should you be focusing on outsourcing or not? Is it marketing you need and sales? What do you need? You know, Do you need to change anything about your core offer? If you go to fastforwardamy.com forward slash growth quiz, you'll take that quiz totally for free and we'll send you the results of what we think your next step should be. Please allow us to make some mistakes as this is also new for us that we're doing this. But we tested it out with our clients. It's been working really, really well and we want to offer it to you for free. So fastforwardamy.com forward slash growth quiz. So next week, I'll be back with a new episode of the Fast Forward Amy Show. But in the meantime, if you are looking to scale up your business because you feel like you're growing, but you don't really know what your next steps are, then go and check out our Boss Up Mentorship Program. You can find all of the information through fastforwardamy.com forward slash bum, uh, because we really want to invite you to that program so we can help you scale up. <laughs>